Years ago, it was much harder to convince a client to do a customer journey map. In those days, many leaders were willing to map interaction points with customers in order to drive efficiency or reduce waste. And when customer experience designers like myself would suggest that touchpoint maps needed to be upgraded to customer journey maps, we often encountered a lot of blank stares. We do our best to make a compelling argument that touch points must be examined from the perspective of the needs and perceptions of customers. Over time, customer journey maps have become widely accepted tools and leaders are far more willing to leverage their power, particularly when given guidance on how to construct a map that will offer visibility to improvements across people, process, and technology. While customer journey mapping is popular today, I've often seen companies benefit from four strategies to garner more value from mapping efforts. I'll list those four approaches in this podcast, discussing two of them this week and the other two next week. The four, which build on one another, are as follows. Validate the map, activate the map, think maps, not map, and create a transformation map to go beyond incremental improvements. Validating the map. The beauty of customer journey mapping is that the process increases your team's awareness of what customers are thinking, feeling, seeing, doing, wanting, and needing across their interactions with your company. Customer journey mapping often starts with leaders and team members learning about a customer persona, then thinking about the persona's experience across the end-to-end brand journey. For some businesses, the process stops there. The map is developed based on what leaders and team members hypothesize about a customer group's needs. In many cases, leaders never actually test the hypotheses reflected in their map. They fail to ask customers if the stages, peak moments, and pain points reflected in the map actually comport with what customers think, feel, see, do, want, and need. Typically, I consider maps created without customer input to be nothing more than drafts that need to be validated by the very customers whose journeys you're seeking to depict. Activating the map. I've seen some pretty beautiful customer journey maps in my day. In fact, some are so intricate that you could explore them for hours. Of course, few people in a company have that kind of time to savor the intricacies of a map. Team members are being paid to produce results for customers, not look at depictions of a customer experience. That's where activation comes in. Activation often involves training on the components of the map, assisting team members to view the map as an evolving customer journey, delineation of tools for using the map to innovate solutions in keeping with the desired customer experience and brand character, ways to have innovative ideas evaluated and implemented across the enterprise, and consistent celebration of solutions that reduce and remove pain points, streamline the customer experience, and or enhance positive emotions for customers. Next week, I'll talk about how a singular or fixed customer journey map fails to appreciate the fluidity of customer preferences, as well as how core customer segments differ across their journeys. I'll also address the fact that customer journey mapping often explores how customers experience existing interaction points and looks for ways to improve on those existing elements. What customer journey mapping often fails to achieve is transformative inquiry in what customers would want if you built interactions from scratch. We'll dive into all of that in more detail next week. For now, I have three questions for you. One, are you mapping interactions from your business's perspective or from the vantage point of the customer journey? Two, if you've invested in mapping the customer journey, have you validated your map by seeking feedback from your customers? And three, what recent breakthroughs and innovations have come from your mapping efforts? 
I've been fortunate to watch clients make improvements in customer interactions that show demonstrable impact on customer loyalty and referrals. I've also seen leaders leverage customer journey maps to remove unnecessary steps, drive seamless interactions, and delight customers. Unfortunately, I've also been hired by leaders who've had prior bad experiences designing maps that were little more than beautiful hypotheses of what customers might have felt about a journey that those leaders couldn't seem to improve. Hopefully, you'll take needed action to assure your company will fall into the effective customer mapping group. Please listen for next week's installment of the podcast. But in the meantime, if we can help you build an effective customer journey map, please contact Patty, P-A-T-T-I, at josephmichelli.com. That's P-A-T-T-I at josephmichelli.com. And she'll set you up for a time for us to talk.